You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. Let it be! Swats it off the glass. Ben Simmons, left-hand jab. He throws it down. Over to J.J. Three ball is good. Reddick drops it home. The Sixers postgame show right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. Well, a tough one tonight. If you tuned in for a quiet, simple Tuesday night of basketball, well, you came to the wrong place because you were treated to a fun, physical well-played Eastern Conference overtime till early on in the NBA season as the Philadelphia 76ers and Detroit Pistons needed an extra frame to figure out this final score. Welcome to the Sixers postgame show here on the Sixers radio network. I'm Devon Givens as the visiting team from Philadelphia could not pull away this win, pull out this win in Detroit so close, 133-132. The Detroit Pistons come away victorious. We will head back to Detroit to hear from the head coach, Brett Brown, outside of the visitors' locker room, and also reconnect with the voice of the Philadelphia 76ers here on the Sixers Radio Network. Tom McGinnis live from Little Caesars Arena, and unfortunately on a night without star point guard Ben Simmons due to back tightness, early foul trouble for all-star center Joel Embiid, even though he still had a phenomenal night in terms of numbers. It was out. It was outdone by the 50 points from Detroit Pistons star Blake Griffin. The Sixers seemed to have things in hand late in the game as they had the 10-point lead. Another opportunity to go up three, but J.J. Redick unfortunately missed a technical free throw because Andre Drummond fouled out with 42.8 seconds. J.J. Redick never misses free throws. Had, again, a chance to put the Philadelphia 76ers up by three, but unfortunately that did not happen going into overtime after a missed shot by Dario Saric at the end of regulation, and it just simply did not go the way of the Philadelphia 76ers. Let's head back to Little Caesars Arena for head coach Brett Brown. But to, to, to end regulation... You know, we, we ran a play. We got a clean look. Dario had a fantastic look. And uh, we weren't able to capitalize on that. Um, in, in overtime, we put Joe and J.J. in an action and, and got an unbelievable shot from J.J. And, uh, you know, went up. And uh, Blake made the play at the end. 
you know, had the fake handoff, drove and won. Um, we give them credit. And then at the end, we were trying to bait the switch, um, you know, maybe slip Joe to the rim, maybe step him out. You know, JJ, those two guys just read in space and playing out of that. And Joe had an open look and uh, wasn't able to knock it down. When a guy is just that on, like Blake obviously was tonight, what are some of the little things that you can capitalize on that you can do to... Well, you, you, you get choices, you know, like you can... You can scheme up and start scrambling around, or you can try different matchups on him. You know, I thought we we tried to make that adjustment with Joel. I thought Joel did a pretty good job on him. Um, we weren't able to do that in the first half because of foul trouble. We, we got lucky where we could get out of the uh, first half without Joel picking up some uh, some foul trouble that could have, you know, made me sit him in the second half. And so I was happy about that. I was unhappy about the fact that we really didn't have an opportunity to put Joel on uh, Blake in the first half. I think his size and, and, and lateral quickness can bother him. Blake had a hell of a game um, and was very difficult, obviously, for us to defend. Can you speak to the, uh, the factor that Joel has, just how it seems like he can get in the heads of other players? I mean, that seems like it's as big a part of his game as just some of the skill set that he has, that he bothers guys, draws fouls, that sort of thing. How, what value is there to that? I mean, he's that's his his personality is competitive, and so it spills over to produce some of those things that you just said. All things considered, I know Markel didn't get to play towards the end there, but what did you see from him tonight, attacking wise? It seemed like that was something that he was starting off. I thought he did okay. In fact, I thought at times he looked really good. You know, and we ended up going with TJ for defensive reasons. You know, we've learned that TJ defensively has has, has had that NBA experience. Um, I think TJ was three for three in the fourth period and really had a heck of a fourth period. But defensively, um, especially, and he produced on offense, that we ended up going with, you know, a more senior type of player. And uh, we're in a position to walk out of here with a win. And uh, we, we, we just came up short at the end. That was Sixers head coach Brett Brown outside, unfortunately, the loser's locker room tonight as the Philadelphia 76ers fall to the Detroit Pistons, 133-132 in an overtime thriller. The Pistons improved to 3-0 on the season. The Philadelphia 76ers now 2-2 on this young season. Led by Joel Embiid in his 33 points, 11 of 20 from the floor, also contributing 11 rebounds, 7 assists for the big fella with 3 block shots in 38 minutes in 41 seconds. J.J. Redick, phenomenal off the bench, 9 of 21 from the floor, 6 of 15 from behind the three-point line, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, the one big miss again on the Andre Drummond technical foul that would have put the Philadelphia 76ers up by three uh, late in the regulation uh, part of the game. 30 points again on the night for him with six rebounds and six assists. Uh, We're going to run a quick break, come right back, check in again, reconnect with Tom McGinnis live from Little Caesars Arena. This is the Sixers Post Game Show. I'm Devon Gibbons, live right here on Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, The Fanatic. Sixers fall 133-132 again in an overtime thriller in Detroit tonight at Little Caesars Arena. Big night. Four, Blake Griffin, 50 points for the game, 44 minutes and two seconds in the 48-minute uh, contest tonight, 20 of 35 from the field, 5 of 10 from behind a three-point line, 5 of 11 from the free-throw line, 
14 rebounds. Just a, a strong, strong performance by an all-star in this league for many years. I'm Devon Givens. This is the Sixers postgame show here on the Sixers radio network as we head back to Little Caesars Arena to check in with Tom McGinnis. And Tom, again, just starting right off at Early on in the season, four games in, and you get a big-time game like this, not only from Blake Griffin, but a really, really entertaining game tonight for the Sixers and Pistons. Oh, unreal. Just a tremendous basketball game, really. I mean, just so many. To me, this is one of the great things about our game. I I speak of the NBA game, just that, you know, you you could sit back and and talk about all the highs, the lows, the great performances, the this shot by Redick, Ish, Smith, Blake Griffin, Dario gets a chance to win it with a three. Joel Embiid, TJ played, you know, just on and on. Just a, a complete, uh, a full menu, really. <laughs> a lot to digest and just a, a great play by Griffin and uh, overall play by him. He's come so far in, in his career. And, you know, you got to remember, you know, he was an all-star, but he wasn't always a go-to guy with the with the Clippers under Doc Rivers. And, you know, and I know that from some close sources out there and, and he's really evolved particularly with this three-point shot and he's just so athletic and uh you know i go back on the on the staff of doug collins seven eight years ago the late jeff capel uh worked with with blake griffin his son at the time uh, i think he's the pit coach now uh was the coach at oklahoma and blake griffin was in high school who ended up going to oklahoma and coach capel uh worked with him and you know, he's really evolved. He really didn't have an outside shot when he first got into the lane. He was such a, a raw athletic talent, and now he's been able to meld all of those physical tools into really a, a tremendous uh, package, and he was brilliant tonight. Just an absolute uh, show, 50 points, game-winning play. Uh, credit to him and to Detroit. They, they won the game. And, Tom, I thought it was interesting to hear head coach Brett Brown after the game say that he would have wished he put Joel Embiid a little bit earlier on uh, Blake Griffin to try to slow him down, uh, just to get him, you know, just to take him off of his game a little bit earlier and, and not allow him to get to where he got to tonight. Well, and that's really, it says a lot about Embiid. Now, the reason is because, as you alluded to earlier, he had three fouls before, or two fouls before three minutes were sure. played and had to sit out. I thought Amir came in and played well and was physical with, with Blake Griffin. And, and Joel did take his turn uh, with Griffin late. And, uh, again, as Brett Brown said, you know, you have choices. Do you double? And that's certainly a case could be made for that, you know, that they, you force somebody else to beat you. You get the ball out of his hands because he had it for a while. And certainly in those instances, even like the last play where – you know, he was leaning over the dribble, starting from the top. Uh, that, that's six, eight, ten seconds of possession, and that, that's certainly a time. Now, it's it's one thing when you double a guy when he's facing the basket and he can see the double team coming. There's certainly an argument to be made there that that's not the best time to double. But, uh, you know, he he's just a handful, and uh, it's one of those pick-your-poison type things on defense. And, again, I, I think you got to give him credit. He was just a – at times unstoppable and in I mean, 50 points come on that's an incredible <laughs> feat right there and so he made a number of great plays and the three-point shot forces you to come out a little bit and his ability to put it on the deck and then even when for example joel guarded him well say eight ten from feet from the basket his ability to hang and his leaping ability allows him to float in the air square that thing up and bank it in. He had a, a number. When you score 50 points and 20 field goals, they come in all forms, and he certainly had a, 
a pretty uh, pretty wide variety in that regard. Sixers radio voice Tom McGinnis joining us live from Little Caesars Arena. Sixers fall 133-132 in overtime to the Pistons. Two and two now on this young season. One more game tomorrow on this two-game trip. Tom, J.J. Redick missed free throw. Uncommon for him. Dr- uh, Andre Drummond fouls out with 42.8 seconds. Opportunity to put the Sixers up by three in regulation. And... He comes back in overtime, does what he does. Big yeah. four-point play, Tom. Yeah, no, it's hard to pin a missed free throw on him. I will say this, though. Uh, again, just a little bit of an insight. And, and J.J. is a basketball assassin, so maybe this doesn't apply here. He might tell you something completely different. But if you'll remember, Embiid went to the line. Embiid made the field goal. I thought there was a foul call. Uh, that That's what appeared to be the call, but it was a technical on right. Drummond. So to your point, wait, he fouled out? I, I thought it was a basket by Embiid, a foul, and a technical. And the Sixers would have had then a four-point opportunity. So my point is Joel was at the line, and Reddick came in and said, I'll take the free throw. <laughs> and my point is that, you know, like, and it, it, that all happens. He's shooting a foul shot less than five seconds after that. And who's to say that there isn't just one little thing that flies through his mind? Like, oh, I just took the ball from a beat. I got to make instead of what would be his normal lockdown mental focus to go to the line and go through all of the things that you have habits and you should have the a consistent routine at the line. And I'm sure Reddick does. And that's just total speculation. But that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so certainly I think it's it's potentially something that could have floated through his brain as it goes to that line. But he was so unbelievable. Yes. I mean, the game was it looked like the game was over. And then Reddick comes up with the two three pointers to drive the basket, uh, the three, and then another three point play. Uh he's been incredible. I, I wish he was twenty four, not thirty five <laughs> or thirty six, whatever he is. And the Sixers had him for, for that many more years because he's been just phenomenal absolutely tom thanks so much for your time we'll be certainly listening in for you tomorrow night late later game tomorrow but we'll certainly be here right here on the sixes radio network have a good flight you got it thank you thank you tom mcginnis again live from little caesars arena sixes fall 133 132 two and two on the season detroit now three and oh not only did blake griffin contribute 50 14 and 6 tonight for the Detroit Pistons, but he got a nice balance and help from everyone else. Reggie Jackson, 23 points. Reggie Bullock, 17. Andre Drummond, before he fouled out, with 14 and 16 rebounds. Off the bench, former Sixer Ish Smith, 9 of 12 from the floor. How about this? 2 of 3 from behind the three point line with a huge one to start off the overtime period after a Blake Griffin three pointed to make it 126 120 for the 76ers. Markel Fultz, 6 of 9 from the floor. Gave him a little rest and he went with the veterans and TJ Veteran and TJ McConnell down the stretch. 13 points and 6 rebounds for your young guard in place of Ben Simmons to run the basketball team tonight. Robert Covington, 16 points. Dario Sharge, 14. Landry Shamit in his first starting role as a rookie, five points for the Philadelphia 76ers. TJ McConnell, as we mentioned, 10 points, eight assists, five of eight from the floor, 32 minutes of play for TJ McConnell. On the other side, we will hear from the highlights from that man you just heard, the radio voice of the Philadelphia 76ers. That's Tom McGinnis. This is the Sixers postgame show right here on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, the Fanatic. 133-132 is the final score from Detroit as the Pistons knock off the 76ers again 
in this early part of the season to improve to 3-0 and as the 76ers fall to 2-2. Two and two. Now let's get to some of the highlights. As mentioned, during the opportunity to talk to Tom McGinnis all over again, you know, he's running up and down with all these great calls. Well, we give you some of those tonight with the highlights here on the Sixers postgame show as Amir Johnson in for Joel Embiid, riddled by early foul trouble, gets into the scoring action. Johnson with the ball for the Sixers, 3.05 to go. Johnson puts it on the deck against Pachulia, spins, puts it up, and good. Amir Johnson being aggressive, and the Sixers need it. No Simmons, it beat out with fouls, and he's three for four. Three of five for the veteran big man on the night for six points, four rebounds in 13 minutes of play. That made the score 24-21. T.J. McConnell with the reverse layup later on in the next possession or 26-21 advantage for the Philadelphia 76ers. Start of the second quarter, Landry Shamit early with a nice curl. Jumper 30-29 to for the Philadelphia 76ers. Markel Fultz gets into the mix with a driving layup followed by a three-pointer. Markell with it, splits two defenders, comes out to Covington, reverse layup, it hit the rim, Covington gets it back, reset of 14, the Shamit to the corner, Markell, full wide open, three ball, you can put it on the board, yes, baseline triple by Markell, Fultz, and he's got nine. Nice recognition by Landry Shamit on the kick from Robert Covington. Nice touch pass over to Markel Fultz, wide open in the corner for that three to make it 35-29. Sixers, Dario Scharz then also followed up with a long jumper to make it 39-34, but Blake Griffin would not let the Pistons go away. A big, strong move and the foul to make it 39-36. Sixers kept pushing, extending the lead 47-41. Joel Embiid from J.J. Redick for the layup, but later on in the court, a big highlight play from Blake Griffin over Embiid. Drummond tips it, controls it. He has it on the far side of Griffin. Detroit into the front court. Griffin fakes it, goes up on Embiid and jams it. Joel Embiid was there, but Blake Griffin throws it down. And the crowd loves it here in Detroit. At that point, you could already see the confidence oozing out of Blake Griffin. He ended the half with 28 points overall. That basket made it 54-51 Sixers. At the break, Sixers up three, 64-61. At the start of the third, Dario Shards knocking down a triple to make it 69-66. Landry Shamit with his second basket of the night for his, five, his fifth point, 76-72. Robert Covington with his 16 points on the night, three or four from behind a three-point line here is the second in the third quarter. Here comes McConnell, back to Cove. Three ball in the air, it's good! Robert Covington pours in a triple, a timely tray. TJ with the dish, 89-84 Sixers. That's right, 89-84 Sixers. Before that, a little bit earlier, 81-76. Timely threes for Robert Covington. Joel Embiid, we talk about his offense all the time, and we know he's a phenomenal defensive player. Well, he exhibited both on this play here. Canard is blocked by Embiid. He came over in a help position. Folds with the ball across midcourt to Joel Embiid. Embiid one-on-one with Drummond. Beyond the arc on the left side. Pull up two in the air. He's done it again. Joel Embiid is walking it up and backing it up against Andre Drummond. Nice back and forth by the big men. Embiid again. Solid, solid, strong on the night. 33 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. In his 38 minutes and 41 seconds, that basket made it 94-84 Sixers at the end of the third, 94-87. Again, Embiid did not stop, kept going into a personal battle with Andre Drummond. He goes to the rim strong. This plays into Joel. Embiid twists and jams it down low right. Another well-executed side-out-of-bounds play and a timeout taken by Detroit. 
Then things started to really get interesting. 101-93 after Dario Sharp steps into a three off of a dribble handoff for an eight-point lead. Then the Pistons again started to come back, surging back. Blake Griffin confident. 101-98 after a three-pointer by him. Mike Muscala in his first action with the 76ers. 106-102 after a big three is Smith, as we mentioned, not known for his outside shooting. Two of three from behind a three-point line. Knocked it down to make it 107-107. Kept going back and forth on the seesaw, if you will, for the 76ers and Pistons, and T.J. McConnell tied the game up here. Sixers need a bucket, T.J. on a drive, T.J. in on this, hangs, fires, and scores! A twisting, turning layup by T.J. McConnell. That made it 114-114. J.J. Reddick gave the Sixers the lead after trailing by two with the three-pointer to make it 117-116. After timeout, uh, action for the Detroit Pistons. A jumper by Reggie Bullock, again putting him up by one. Joel Embiid with a nice jump hook to give the Sixers a 120-118 lead. Again, at that point, Andre Drummond fouls out with 14 42.8, pardon me, technical foul gets thrown out of the game there for the Detroit Pistons. J.J. Redick misses the free throw for the Philadelphia 76ers at the end of the quarter, going into the regulation, heading into overtime, 120-120, after a big Blake Griffin fadeaway jumper, Dario Sarge missing an opportunity to ice the game for the Sixers on the road. Blake Griffin and Ish Smith with back-to-back threes to give the Pistons a six-point advantage after Ish Smith's three-pointer, 126-120. But J.J. Redick, again, still going, would not stop with the driving layup. Tap out rebound. It's Embiid gathering it into J.J. Redick. Basket here could cut it to three if Redick had knocked down a three. Drives it on Jackson, goes down the lane, got it. And he goes in for the layup, and he could get the conventional three-point play. And he did that to make it 126-123. After that, another jumper to make it 128-123 for the Philadelphia 76ers. That will be because Robert Covington, uh, pardon me, uh, Jay. Yeah, jumper there. Robert Covington made 128-125, pardon me, on a Robert Covington layup. J.J. Redick with another three-pointer to make it 128-all. They had to review it. It looked like there was a lot of confusion whether J.J. Redick had his foot on the line, but no confusion on this next one with the basket and the foul. Ten seconds to go in overtime. Detroit for the lead. Six is ball. A two would tie it. A three would win it. Here's Redick for the tie. The lead is good. He made it five seconds ago, and J.J. Redick gives the Sixers the lead. Five seconds to go after that. It looked like the 76ers would at least be able to hold on, come away with the close win on the road. But unfortunately, Blake Griffin kept going and going and going to the basket for a layup. Robert Covington foul. He converts the free throw. Sixers fall 133-132. After that basket by Blake Griffin, just a fun, well-played, action-packed game in the Eastern Conference early on in the season. Unfortunately, again, the Sixers fall on the wrong side of the score tonight, 133-132. They kept control of the basketball, only 11 turnovers on the night, leading to 12 points. The Pistons the same, very protective of the basketball for only eight turnovers 10 points off of those from behind a three-point line for the Sixers 14 of 43 that's 10 more attempts than the Detroit Pistons for 32.6 percent Pistons 12 of 33 for 36 percent Sixers shooting 50 percent overall from the floor 47 for the Detroit Pistons got to the free throw line pretty even 28 to 27 advantage Sixers only 71 percent though you would like to be better than that on the evening 48 rebounds to 46 Sixers at Advantage assists 32 
assists for the 76ers, 22 for the Pistons. You, I always like to look at that number, 49 made baskets on 32 assists. But unfortunately, tonight it did not matter as the Sixers fell by one point in overtime, 13 to 12, again falling on the evening, 133-132. So unfortunately, they come away with the loss. But hey, they get to get they get to the opportunity to right their wrong, get right back at it tomorrow night, second night of a back-to-back. This time. In Milwaukee, a 9.30 tip as the Sixers head to Milwaukee to take on Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. You can hear that action, of course, right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Tom McGinnis on the call. Brian Seltzer also with the pregame coverage. And I will make sure we take care of the postgame action. 133-132 is the final score. Sixers fall 2-2 two and two now on the season. Try to right their wrong tomorrow in Milwaukee. A lot of people to thank back here. At the studio, of course, Tyler Zuli producing the show here tonight and also the great Pat Egan on the game audio. So you heard those great calls by Tom McGinnis. Pat Egan cuts them up, and that's what you get here on the Sixers Radio Network. Tom McGinnis for Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer in Detroit. I'm Devon Givens. This has been the Sixers Post Game Show right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.